do you agree that, you know, it's time that we all wake up and take responsibility, even for our ancestors that did not know any better? waiting patiently to have this kind of conversation. <laughs> well, it's Wake Up With KC. I'm Kimberly. And today I have some topics that I want to, you know, talk about. And I have a very special guest uh, joining us today. And she is into neuro-linguistic programming and hypnotherapy and also Reiki. She understands about energy and she helps people like you to awaken, to remove barriers so you could transform and become the best version of yourself and live your true authenticity. So please welcome Rita Farugia, who joins us today. Hello, Rita. Hi. Thanks for having me here. I this is I love talking about these topics, and everybody needs to remove barriers to live in their true self and their truth, most importantly, um, to achieve what they want to achieve in their life. Well, let me ask you something. How did you discover this was or your self-realization of you know, what it is that, who you are, what you wanted to do, and how to transform your life. Mm. So, you know, I would have to go back 18 years ago. Um, I discovered a lot of insights on how the human mind operates and works and processes information and how, you know, our behavior is truly influenced by really what's going on in the subconscious mind. And that was 18 years ago, I had sustained a traumatic brain injury that I fully recovered from, worked really hard at that, but that process really uh, made me, I mean, I had no choice. I had to live, I was living like the rawness of how our brain operates in the day to day through that healing journey. Um, you know, for example, I, I was literally forced to be the observer of my thoughts. Um, I could not participate in a full-blown conversation 18 years ago. So someone would be speaking to me and um, my response would be trapped in my head. Like I would, I had the thought of what I wanted to say. I could hear them. I could comprehend most of what they were saying, depending upon my energy level at the time. Um, so, but I could not speak it. So that forced me, you know, we keep hearing this in the personal development, uh, community, you know, be the observer, be the observer. And I, I, like I said, I had no choice, but to be the observer. Um, but when you have full faculty of your mind, being the observer, you can certainly do, but it requires discipline. It requires, you know, just not living in a place of um, just reacting to whatever is happening to you. You have to calm, calm down and just like observe yourself, like observe how you are responding to people, how you're showing up, like what are you saying? Um, if somebody triggers you, how are you responding to that? So those are all indications of what is in our subconscious 
like mind, like in terms of if there's any limiting beliefs, do you have any traumas um, that is taking place that you're reliving every time someone says a certain thing? Maybe you're being triggered by what your grade three teacher uh, stated to you. And maybe because you heard that again, you're getting angry and you don't know why. Like these are all things that um, it's like literally peeling back layers of an onion. And the more aware we are, the more we can control and have self-mastery of our mind and our emotions to live in a place of truth. You know, truth being, you know, you're not just reacting to the program that you've constructed um, based on all these external, you know, situations that we experience in our day-to-day -day life since we were a child, right? So, you know, being more of the master, controlling how it starts with us and then the more we connect with ourselves the more we can connect with other people on a more much more deeper level as well like just being tuned into what's going on in our body being more present not just in the mind but in the body as well because they are connected like you know i think this is where most people have a challenge is living in the body more um like what you know when you're watching a movie pay attention to what your body's doing is is your heart racing faster um, is your muscles tensed up, you know? Um, this helps you tune in to what you're really feeling and then therefore your intuition increases, you have a better relationship with yourself um, and you can connect more with yourself and others and this helps you be a better leader and a better leader for yourself. Like we have to lead ourselves before we can lead others successfully, you know? Well, I I hope I didn't go into a tangent. <laughs> no, it is perfect because it lines up to something that I wanted to ask you. And if you, if there's truth to, you know, the limited beliefs, the mental programming and the emotional energetic traumas could be part of uh, somebody else's belief based on our upbringing with our parents. And it goes back to our grandparents, even further back in history, and wouldn't it be like we're repeating history over and over again until we wake up and realize that that is part of that false identity of each and every one of us. And we're like living a lie. You're not being your true authentic self because you're living in somebody else's beliefs, somebody else's programming. And then that's why there's a lot of struggle today Mm hmm. Yeah. So we do hear I hear, you know, we the, now the popular term is um, ancestral trauma. So like, you know, how our parents grew up, how their uh, parents grew up like this, the domino effect of kind of like traumas being carried over into the family or belief systems or whatever, however that shows up in the programming that you're living within in the family unit. Um, so absolutely, like we have to be cognizant of, you know, what was transferred upon us or imprinted upon us based on the environment that we grew up in and realize what's false and what's real. And, um, and ultimately, you know, it's just what's real is, you know, we create a reality based on what we choose to believe that's like the foundation is our beliefs and values. Um, and then, you know, and then that's, that's the main driver of our behavior. Can we really believe something 
and we have certainty that we can achieve that uh, and there's no like uncertainty around it we're not going to self-sabotage because this is this is like a very this is very much a thing most people do if they are not fully aware of their inner psychology is whenever they try to uh let's say start a new business and create success in that and they will start sabotaging if if they don't if they don't have the correct psyche um you know so like it just happens like for example they may get all the information required or all the strategies required to build their business but all of a sudden oh well i'm missing something or that's just too much or you know there's all these excuses that show up in their mind um or oh that that's not gonna work well that's too much money or oh I, i'm gonna start procrastinating and focus on something else like you know what i mean like your mind starts to sabotage you when literally you have someone delivered like a treasure trust in front of you and said just do a b and z and you're gonna like get to where you want to be you'll you know what i mean so that's why personal development is literally so important and we see it thriving today is because it's literally the foundation to six uh, professional success personal success it all starts with our subconscious mind i and hope i answered question <laughs> and i know that you've been you've worked in corporate america and yeah. you saw even toxic relationships and psychological abuse as being the norm and it would you agree that is part of the mental programming and the beliefs in the corporate America of how um, the abuse and everything of how people are treated and it sort of puts more blocks in us as an individual because then we don't feel as uh, we feel as less value um, I think that would depend on an individual basis, depending on the person's uh, programming and psyche. So, you know, I, I think that we all can relate. We've all been in corporate America. I mean, I mean, I think you're, someone had was treated great and they had amazing colleagues and, you know, that they're lucky. You know what I mean? Like, uh, but I think we've all had experiences in corporate America where, you know, um, they run on a fear-based motivation structure, um, meaning, you know, they want to increase productivity based on fear. Like, you know, you're not going to get that promotion and you're always competing with the colleagues around you, or you may lose your job. You know, there's a very fear-based um, underlying premise in, in that corporate culture. And what happens is it stems all this top, um, behavior amongst colleagues with each other, because they're, it's, they're all fearful, right? They're fearful. Oh, I might get fired. or I'm not doing enough good a job. Oh, Sally's doing more than me, or she's outshining me. And oh, okay, I'm gonna and then you see self, like sabotaging games, um, you know, basically politics. Um, just yeah, so it's, it's very fear based. And people when they're fearful, they're going to do things um, to protect themselves and they will adopt, you know, not so great, nice. They won't, they won't do some, you know, when, when people are in fear like that, it's, it creates a lot of um, unfortunately toxic behavior out of protection. So I think that see that I, and also it, it motivates people in different ways. It's just based on their programming, I guess, 
some people could just like stay and start believe yeah you're right some i have heard people say they start to believe that they're not um that valuable because in that within that culture you're you know you're sub you're subjugated to um believe that based on that fear-based motivation technique that they're employing upon you they don't want you to think that you know some some uh leadership teams don't want you to think that you know you're some kind of like superstar or whatever because they don't want to get too um arrogant like they want to have that um control over you so having you believe that you're not like an a plus you're like maybe like a c you know it gives them more control like it's so it's it's you know there are a lot of these um you know tools mental tools that they use to try to control and dominate or try to increase productivity um and the individual you know, can choose to see for what it is. And eventually most, and then we're seeing it today, most people are leaving corporate America. We're seeing so many people more than any time in history open up their own business, you know? So, and I think this is the one of the primary motivations, um, control. Like people are just wanting to take back control over their lives and, um, you know, live in a much more healthier environment without being subjugated to all of these underlying covert um, mental tactics that are just toxic. Yeah, and I've, I've been, you know, because I'm an entrepreneur, and I always wanted to be like my own boss. And, you know, growing up since my I started my first job, to where I'm at now, I've seen it's just like, you know, these corporations and whatnot, it, their mindset and their programming is you're just a number. You can be easily replaced. And something shifted because way back in the day, it was based on your skills, based on your expertise, you got raises, you are of value to that corporation like a valuable asset and something shifted and changed to where it's now it's like ah you can be easily replaced or you've been here too long we need to let you go and we could get two employees for less amount so mm -hmm. i think it has a lot to do with yes you said control they control your time how much they want to pay you when you could take off work what holidays you can have. And I think that that has to change even in the corporation CEOs and owners of these companies. Like you, we have control now. <laughs> we have the power to do what we want to do. And I think a lot of people are starting to wake up to like, this isn't worth it. There's more to life than this, especially after the pandemic and everything that's been going on. And 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 about the fear base because it's like they need that paycheck. They're so like, you know, when are when is it when you get to that point? Like, I'm tired of living paycheck. I keep on, you know, reliving my past based on paycheck to paycheck. And most of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. They don't know any other way to work smart instead of hard and that's another program wouldn't you agree 
Oh, I, I absolutely agree. And, and that's another programming thing too. Like when you've been an employee, if you've been an employee all your life, shifting to an, you know, an entrepreneur or a business owner, um, okay, let's say that you've developed, say whatever you're shifting into in terms of your business. Okay, say like you've been a marketer in the corporate world um, all of your, you know, adult life. Great. So now you're going to open up your own marketing agency. Great. But there's other skill sets that you haven't um, really harnessed and practiced when you shift into that entrepreneur, even though you know your craft. Um, for example, now you have to be your own salesperson. You have to go and get a client. So it's not just, you know, just doing marketing um, that you have been doing for, let's say, 10, 20 years. It's also, you know, you have to be a salesperson. Now you have to manage a team as you build. And now you have to, um, you know, pay attention to your, your marketing budget and where you can allocate those dollars to, which involves a great deal of like a strong belief system to have that entrepreneurial mindset because when you've been an employee for so long you just show up to work and you do your job right you don't have to like uh, basically take risks you know like and make difficult decisions like when when it pertains to your personal life like i mean as a marketer you do make difficult decisions because you're you're playing around with other companies' marketing budgets at times. Um, but now it's like your pocketbook. <laughs> so it is, you do have to, it is a, that's another component to, you know, making sure your psyche is geared to drive you um, into absolute belief and certainty in yourself and that, you know, you deserve this and you know what you're doing and, trust yourself. I think that um, a lot of most people struggle with trusting them, themselves, trusting their intuition, trusting the decisions they make. And this is a common challenge, um, especially if you've been an employee all your life and you're shifting over to an entrepreneur, like you now you've got different arms to manage. Mm -hmm. um, so, so you created uh, Happy Being Well, and it's an e-commerce site. And can you explain the, you know, the, the self-care and self-love that you've implemented in Happy Being Well and what it is that you actually help others like us do to get yeah. up here? Yeah, sure. So throughout my whole journey, um, I've always practiced like personal development, spiritual practices day to day, like meditation yoga or just like moving the body period um because even going back 18 years ago when i was recovering from the traumatic brain injury i i was doing an integrated approach like fitness was a huge part of that and as we know studies show that when we move our body whether it's at the gym or it's yoga or just walking regularly um our, we do reverse the aging process our brain our mind operates much more efficiently we feel happier so fitness is a component to you know being happier getting results in life because we're we're just simply operating better and when we after we move our body either whatever form you choose to move your body in um and so that was a big part of my success was constantly 
committing and I wasn't just in the beginning was a commitment but then I just addicted to it because you get addicted because you get addicted to the the serotonin release so so yeah so and also meditation um especially during corporate world was a big part of me um dealing with stress and anxiety and then shifting over to the entrepreneurial helping me come up with creative ideas um to build a brand um stay committed stay focused and also to like looking our best i mean it makes us feel good you know taking care of our skin taking care of our hair and i incorporate incorporate um my my spiritual practices slash personal development practices pretty much same thing um with my personal hygiene so when i do and i put on an organic clay mask um you know, it's very soothing. It's very healing because it's 100% from the earth. So once you put it on, you start to, you just feel relaxed because it just feels good on your skin. And I start to say an affirmation every day in every way I'm getting better and better. So I, you know, affirmations are so important. You know, we need to reset our mind. You know, I've been a personal development junkie for, you know, like over 20 years now. And I still, like you, you just, it's like going to the gym. Like you always have to, strengthen your mind, reset your mind, because, you know, even myself, um, last year, like when this whole, when the pandemic started and like everyone was so fearful and you had all these different, you know, politics was heightened and conspiracy, all the, all these things. Um, that's fear. And the, and the fear like crept into my programming and it did affect my productivity levels. So, like I said, like we always like the external, can creep into our personal beliefs without us knowing on a unconscious level. And this is why hypnotherapists exist because, you know, <laughs> to, to regress ourselves, to see what's going, what's under, you know, what's under the hood that you're not seeing that you've uh, absorbed um, in our, in your day-to-day life. And so, and to release that, you know, to, to get that out of your consciousness because it affects your behavior. So, um, so yeah, I just was just stressing, emphasizing how important it is to do it regularly. Like you can't just do it one time or do it for maybe 10 years and say, oh, I'm good. Like, you know, no, it's an ongoing thing um, because of external things around us. Um, literally like a muscle. So that's, so yeah, so it's, that's what helped me is to, continue on, you know, fusing together my self-care. Self-care is, you know, taking care of your body, taking care of your mind, taking care of your spirit, you know, enhancing your spirit and doing things that brings you joy. So in everything that I have on the site are things that brought me joy and amplified my personal development practices and meditation practices. Like, for example, I hold crystals while I meditate. It amplifies the intention of the meditation that I have. Like, for example, if I'm doing a self-love meditation, I'll hold rose quartz. And it just amplifies because rose quartz emits a love frequency, a love vibration. So it just amplifies and helps you concentrate more into that meditation. And it's it's a tool. It's I call them amplifiers. Um, and, you know, aromatherapy as well helps you increase your concentration like smelling like I, I love burning sage you know it helps it increases my concentration it calms me down and it also increases your intuition the smelling of sage 
and, you know, essential oils, rubbing them on my skin. Um, so these are all things that calm your nervous system down and, and puts you into a relaxed state. And being in a relaxed state is so important um, because, you know, when you, you're just, you're more charming, you're more pleasant to be around. Um, if you're working in sales, you know, you, def you don't want to be stressed out. People can feel that. We're all psychic in terms of we can feel each other. So these are all things that are just so important, not only for for our well-being, but for the results we want to achieve in life, you know, whether that's professional or personal success. And personal success would be your, you know, relationships, the quality of your relationships. And if you're always stressed out and in a fearful state, it's going to affect your relationships because you're going to, you may take it out on your partner or you may not listen to your partner. You may not want to do fun activities with your partner or your children or, you know, whoever is around you in your personal life. So, mm -hmm. Absolutely. I agree with you. And wouldn't you, you know, it's, you mentioned something earlier and wouldn't you agree like certain life experiences can spark evolution and spark a, oh, aha moment. Oh, wow. Now, now I get it. It's like connecting the dots and it's a constant journey. It's an adventure. It's a mystery of life in order for you for for the transformation to come and evolve around what's changing around the world you have to change what's inside here and when you do that you start to realize that like, the old self has to die for the new stuff to come in and it's that in between process that you realize that doesn't work for me anymore or this relationship's not working for me anymore or, you know, the job's not working for me anymore. And it it's it's fascinating and mind-blowing and crazy and a little, oh, wait, you know. But it's necessary with what's going on today. And even it's energy, even with meditation, you know, even with your affirmations when you speak, the speak, the vibrations, the frequencies that you're sending out, and then, yes, holding crystals and quartz and whatnot, creating that energy vibration to go with the words and affirmations that you speak of. Is that your truth to that? Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Everything is energy. And um, yeah, and I, and I like that you said that, you know, we have to, like the former self has to die in order to, you know, recreate an identity or self that is more empowered, more positive, more certain with your capabilities and what you want to create in life. So, you know, you, you know, you can't get to heaven unless you die. Right. So I, I, I just say as a metaphor for it, metaphorically, um, you know, if you're, if you do, if you did have like a certain persona based on limiting beliefs, false beliefs, um, and you, maybe you're suffering from low self-esteem, you know, to kind of shift that and into, you know, evolve your identity, evolve yourself by yes, killing away all of those limiting beliefs, those, any values that conflict with each other too. This is something that, you know, a lot of people are not aware of that we, it's, it's very common for 
people to have conflicting values. Some people have them more than others, like on a, on a much more, um, to a higher degree of confliction where it prevents them from moving and taking any action towards their goals. Um, so, you know, for example, like years ago for me, it was, I value having fun so much. So therefore, you know, creating a business and launching a business and maintaining a business, you know, scaling it, it's, it's a lot of work and it requires a lot of time sacrifices. Um, therefore, I was in a standstill, right? Because I'm like, fun, um, working super hard for, for long hours. So I'm like, two things. And so you have to find common ground. So I put those two, I, I still had those two values, right? Business success, fun. And I kind of just put them together um, by looking for ways to have fun in building my business. And, you know, and there's a lot of, you know, ways to do that. You know, you could, one way is like, you do retreats with VIP customers and my team. Um, you know, when you do media appearances, make that a fun thing. Um, you know, having meetings, make them fun. Like always, I, so I just looked for things to incorporate some fun into. And so, yeah, so that's just one example of, you know, values that we have that conflict that we need to like integrate, look for commonality and fuse them together. So, yeah, so it's, uh, it's a, it's a never going process and to, and then of course, yes, moments, there's moments in life that spark evolution. And for me, that was 18 years ago, um, when I sustained the traumatic brain injury, cause that healing journey, the process of rebuilding my mind, regaining my speech, regaining my memory, um, regaining my ability to comprehend large pieces of information, you know, and strengthening my information processing speed um, <laughs> involved a lot of self-mastery, mastering my emotions, mastering, you know, commitment and discipline to continue training my mind to eventually rehabilitate it back to, you know, how it was. And, um, you know, that, and when you're, when you're doing something that you've kind of take for granted, like, you know, speaking and using your memory, like these are, you know, and then you've lost that, it is a frustrating process. So that process, like I said, being the observer during that process and how the mind works, literally experiencing it, um, you know, made me dive deep into, that's why I got cert fully certified in neurolinguistic programming and going on a huge quest in spiritual development and, you know, taking all these, taking every course I can get in my hand and going into seminars and studying with personal development leaders as well and learning different modalities as well to um, release uh, pain, um, traumas. So I've, you know, like also studied, you know, EFT, emotional freedom techniques. And so, so yeah, I would say that was definitely, um, the spark of my evolution into personal development, which is the foundation to anything else that you want to create in life. Wow. And Rita, do you have any upcoming workshops since things are starting to open up that's coming up that you'd like to share? 
Um, I don't have any upcoming workshops, um, but I do have a clubhouse room that I run every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's called Mind Shift for Life Shift. And me and Kim Thompson run the room every Thursday in Clubhouse, and we have a bunch of speakers. So if you want to be a speaker, you can certainly, you know, message me on, you know, Facebook or on my Instagram, and we'll put you up on the panel and be a speaker. And we talk about personal development topics every Thursday. So, you know, we, we, our past topics were, you know, how do we evolve our identity and create more success in our life? Um, and other topics was how to release trauma in how to increase your intuition to make better decisions. Um, and last Thursday, we, we talked about imposter syndrome, since that's a hot topic that everyone's speaking about. So we talked about imposter syndrome and, and how that shows up in our life and how to remove imposter syndrome. Um, so, yeah. So in the future, um, yeah, I, if I have any per workshops, um, they may be in Florida, South Florida. Um, yeah, but that would be all on my website. If, if there's any upcoming personal happybeingwell.com yes and you know what I was just thinking like wow I would love to do a workshop with you <laughs> you're gonna go yeah. where I'm at so hey maybe it's in the works in the spiritual realm and it's just divine timing when it all comes together and, and manifests in the physical realm I honestly believe in that and Rita thank you so much for joining us today it was very insightful and thank you for sharing your story with us that yeah. is truly an impressive amazing story and it, it's an amazing message that you i know you're helping others with and it's truly been an honor honor to have you on this show i wish you the best of success I'm looking forward to having you even more on this show in the future. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I had fun being on the show and thanks for having me on the show and blessings and, and sending lots of love and blessings to you and your viewers. And also your viewers, they can download a free ebook on meditation on happybeingwell.com when they click on the blog um, title menu and then there's a drop down they click on resources and there's a free ebook they can download to learn how to meditate and different ways to meditate techniques and meditation hacks for people who are overly analytical and they can't get into that meditation state so oh, well, I look forward to that one. <laughs> I'm always looking for new ways to meditate and whatnot so yeah. I love it and you're right about the body movement so thank you again I'm actually gonna post uh, in the description of how they can contact you as well. So that's going to be there for our, the audience too. And thank you again, Rita. It was a pleasure. All right. Thank you. Well, there you go. A very enlightful interview with Rita. Look forward to next Monday with Wake Up With KC. I'm Kimberly. Do you agree that, you know, it's time that we all wake up and take responsibility, even for our ancestors that did not know any better?
been waiting patiently to have this kind of conversation. 